Hallelujah. Psalm 76, verse number 1. Psalm 76, verse 1. I don't know how far I'll get with this tonight. Wouldn't bother me if I don't get to get to where I think I'm going. So whether I get there or not, I will say I believe that I have a prophetic word from the Lord tonight. We may not get to all that I think we may, but Psalms 76. I know we've got preliminaries and we've got things to do, but first and foremost, we've come to do what God wants. I want to read one verse to you. In Judah is God known. 76 and 1. In Judah is God known. His name is great in Israel. In Judah is God known. In Judah is God known. Maybe I won't have to preach. In Judah. In Judah is God known. A few of you got it. Some of you don't quite get it. That's all right. We, we'll get to you in a moment. In Judah. In Judah. Is God known? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to trust that those of you that haven't gotten it is because you don't quite understand it, not because you're not willing to do it. Because in Judah, in Judah, is, is. Let me just let me help y'all that are doing it don't have to stop you can sit down if you want I'm, I'm I'm this is now preaching I guess so you can stand sit let me help a couple of you out that don't quite maybe you literally maybe you honestly don't quite understand so let me help you here in Judah is God known the root word of Judah means to give thanks thanks 
to laud, to praise, to confess. So let me just give you the paraphrase. In praise. In praise. Is God known. Praise is not about my personality. Praise is my purpose. My personality is not an excuse for a lack of praise. My purpose is to praise. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Because it is in praise. It is in praise that God is known. Praise has become too much of an option for most of us. Praise has become something we do if we feel like it and we skip it if we don't. But I've come to tell some of you tonight that need something from God. In praise is God known. I know sometimes we need to bring you down front and we need to lay hands on you and we need to pray for you. But sometimes you just need to make up your mind. If I can get in praise, that's where God is known. I know we've got some guests tonight, but I would much rather our guests leave our services and say I'm never going back because those people are crazy as opposed to leaving our services and saying I'm never going back because it's the same as every place I've been. So why don't we just forget about offending somebody and just get where God is. I preached to somebody that needs a miracle tonight. In Judah is God known. place of praise it may not be in the same old routine of praise that you've done for the last several weeks or several months or several years sometime you may need to get outside of your routine but if you get outside of it and create some praise in praise
worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I'm just not demonstrative, Brother Wright. I'm just not expressive. That's a bunch of hogwash. Because the right thing will push your button. I handed you a million dollar check the most unexpressive here tonight would become very expressive it's just a matter of what pushes your button surely the opportunity for God to be known in your life stirs something up inside of you I'm not trying to preach a message here tonight. I mean, what I mean by that is I'm not trying to get through what I have. If somebody at some point wants to press past me and break into it and stay in it, you're not going to offend me. Until you do that, I'm just going to say what I feel to say. Barnes note says this with regards to is in Judah is God known. That is... He has made himself known there in a special manner. He has evinced his watchful care over the city so as to demand a proper acknowledgement. He has manifested himself there as he has not elsewhere. It is true that God is known or makes himself known everywhere. But it is also true that he does this in some places and at some times in a more marked and striking manner than he does in other places and at other times. The most clear and impressive displays of his character are among his own people in the church. I don't think that in the church there is specifically referring to a church building but in the church. By making himself known, the pulpit commentary says, by known is meant freshly made known, revealed as it were anew by the recent wonderful deliverance. In Judah, we do not open a service with singing as a ritual or an obligation or a duty or a habit. We do not start a service that way out of tradition. The psalmist said, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving and I will enter his courts with praise. Psalm 22 and verse number one says this. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou cast? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest me not, and in the night season, and am not silent. Is there anybody tonight that you feel like you've been crying out to God and he doesn't hear you? Anybody feeling like he is far from you? Anybody calling out in the middle of the night, God, where are you? And it just doesn't seem like he's there. That's what the psalmist said. 
I cry in the daytime and you don't hear me. And in the night season, I'm not silent, but I'm not getting an answer. But thou art holy. And here is the key. Oh, thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. We usually paraphrase it and say it simply like this. That God inhabits the praises of His people. The easy to read version, and yes there is such a version, says, God, you are the Holy One. You sit as King upon the praises of Israel. You sit as king upon the praises of Israel. Jameson Fawcett and Brown says this with regards to inhabitants, the praise of Israel. You sittest enthroned on them. The praises of his people in the sanctuary are the throne on which God sits. Not your prayer, not your supplication. Not your intercession. The praises of his people in the sanctuary are the throne on which God sits. Israel's praises here take the place of the cherubim between which rested the Shekinah glory. Instead of there being an ark with some cherubims where the presence of God was manifested, the psalmist is saying, God is now manifested in the praises. In the praises. So I challenge somebody tonight, if you need something from God in this service, why don't you create a throne for God to sit on? If you've got some turmoil and struggles in your life that you're dealing with, why don't you just start creating a throne that God can sit on? Because in your praise, God is known. Hallelujah! 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 No! I don't mean in your reserve Pentecostal praise. I mean it's some radical praise. I mean it's some praise that gets outside of your comfort zone. If you're desperate enough for God to sit down in your life, you're desperate enough to create a throne. I believe there's miracles in this sanctuary tonight. I believe there's deliverance in this sanctuary. But it's not going to come through our prayer. It's going to come because in Judah is God known.
Some of you won't praise because you don't feel anything. Since when did your praise become about a feeling? Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our King. Sing praises. Psalm 149 and 1, praise ye the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of saints. Can I just pause for a moment to challenge the apostolics tonight? We will not become dignified in our praise. We will not become formal in our praise, but we will do as David said. And if you think this is something we'll make ourselves more vile than this. Let Israel, that's the church. Rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Joyful in their king. I wonder if we've got any joyful people in your king tonight in this house. I wasn't just saying it a moment ago. I was actually, you can stay where you are on the screen, but I, I was reading Psalm 47 and 6. It says, sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our King. Sing praises. Sing praises, sing praises, sing praises, sing praises. Four times in one verse we are instructed for us. Everything that hath breath. It's not the praise singer's job to sing praises. And I applaud them whether I can sing or not. Whether I can carry a tune or not. It's my job to sing praises. Because when I sing praises, I create a Habitation. Here we go. I'd say, I'd say, there's probably 50% of the people in this place tonight that it's been a long time since you've done this next verse. 
Let them praise his name. Whether you've got rhythm, whether you've got a groove, whether you got a step or you got no step, whether you got two feet or you've got two left feet, whatever the case is, let us let him praise his name in the dance. If all you can do is pick one up and put one down and that's the most rhythm you've got, that's all right. If you can do it a little more fancy than that, if you've got another step, do another step. But will somebody just praise the name of the Lord in the dance and give God some place to sit? Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and harp. For the Lord taketh pleasure. The Lord taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Here we go. For all of you folks that are not as young as you used to be, I even got one for you. Sing aloud on your bed. If Sister Rosemarie can't run anymore, she can still sing. If you're breathing, there is some way that you have the ability to give God some place to sit. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. I don't want to be offensive. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. But I think over the last little while, Antioch's become a little more comfortable with the two-edged sword. We've become pretty comfortable with wielding the two-edged sword. We're ready to go into battle and we're ready to do some spiritual warfare. But the psalmist said, let the high praises of God be in your mouth while you've got the sword in your hand. I wonder if there's somebody tonight that not only do you know how to fight, but you also know how to praise. Silas locked up in a prison stocks and bonds no hope of a way out the Bible says they prayed but actually if you look up the Greek word there for prayed you will find in the definition of that word worship so they perhaps prayed, but they also may have not just been praying. It may have been worship and singing praises. I don't know what it was they sang. 
I don't know what the song was. Maybe before it was ever written, one of them looked at the other one and said, This is how we overcome. Not with our weeping, not with our wailing, not with our mourning, not with our sadness, but this is how we overcome. You have turned my mourning into dancing. You have turned my sorrow into joy. And the Bible says when they sang praises, at midnight, God was known in Judah. When you give God a place to sit, He doesn't just come and sit to rest when God comes to sit on the throne of praise that you have created he comes to rule he comes to exercise authority and so when God comes and sits on the throne that I created God can look at the sickness in my body and say you have got to go he can look at the depression that's battling my mind and spirit and say now that I'm here and I've got a place to sit you must go Weast's Weast's translation says it this way. With regards to at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. These Weast's translation says they were mingling petition with songs of praise. Some of us would make great improvement if we would at least mingle. Because too many of us aren't mingling. We're just petitioning. We never stop our petition to give a little bit of praise and a little bit of worship. We just go from one petition to the next. Well, I wonder what would happen if perhaps you gave your petition. But after you gave your petition, you started working on a throne that God could come sit on. In Judah, I'm going to do this just so you can see. I got. I I don't even get to what I what I thought I came as the main point tonight. Lord willing, I'll come back to it next Sunday night. We must. We must be a people of praise because we got to have God known. I don't want to be offensive to anyone. And by bringing this up, I know somebody 
It's going to bring something up that you don't like. Others of you like. That's not my point. But I watched the inauguration on Friday. And I will tell you that on one hand, I was very happy to hear the name of Jesus stated. Hold on. I'm not saying I approve or agree of the person saying it. I don't know what their doctrine is. That's not my point. I was very happy to hear because if you don't know, it's very common to be invited to something like that or even on a state level and you are instructed we want you to pray but do not use the name of Jesus I'm sorry some agreed to that but if you want me to pray and I can't use that name I'm not looking for prestige I'm not looking for notoriety because what good is a ceremonial prayer when you can't say the name that has the power to answer the prayer because it's not about just praying to a God it's about praying to the God And so while I was very thankful to hear several times broadcast on numerous television networks the name of Jesus, I was also deeply disturbed at what probably could or should disillusion a lot of people. Because if prayer is about reading a script, while I heard the name, Sister Gross, I never saw God in Judah. And we have a problem, in my humble opinion, is we have a world that is now exposed to formal prayers pre-written rehearsed prayers a speech so we have people that are walking away from Christianity disillusioned Because prayer that is powerless is probably worse than no prayer. Prayer that won't produce something is probably less or more harmful than just not praying. Because when you're supposedly praying and nothing happens, that's a challenge to your faith. At least if you're not praying and nothing happened, there was no reason to expect something to happen. So, what we need is not another eloquently written prayer that even states the name of Jesus. Because it's not necessarily prayer 
Oh, I know, don't, don't quote me out of context and don't twist what I'm saying or say what I'm not saying. I'm not sure the greatest need we have right now is prayer. I don't really find any place in Scripture that says in prayer is God. And I know God will respond. I know, don't make, don't make something out of what I'm saying that I'm not saying. I feel like I'm standing on holy ground, not the right holy ground, the other holy ground. I'm not sure it's prayer that is our greatest need right now. I think Judah praise could very well be our greatest need. Because if we would truly create the atmosphere of praise we have a guarantee that God is known in praise I know 2 Chronicles 7 14 if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked way then will I hear hear from heaven I'll hear them saying I know it says that and I know there's a time and a place but I'm going to say it again I don't know that right now our greatest need is more prayer I just believe that our greatest need right now is more unrestricted unfettered reservations off take the limitations off praise you know what I just believe there's a generation that needs to step in to a new dominion of praise and there arose a generation after Joshua that knew not God. Let me tell you something. If God is known in praise, if another generation will praise, then it won't be said of another generation that they did not know God. I preached it several Sunday nights ago when we honored all of you wonderful saints that have been here for decades. One generation is going to praise declare his praise to another and that there's got to be another generation that will echo that praise because if one generation will pick up the baton of praise from another generation then God will continue to be known at Antioch I said it a few weeks ago. I'll say it again tonight. Is there anybody from the warehouse? Is there anybody from the YMCA? And from some of those other places where there was such an awesome outpouring of the Holy Ghost that will bear witness tonight that one of the reasons that was the case is because Judah was well known and therefore God was well known. just step on some toes and offend somebody tonight and I apologize in advance for doing that but don't tell me it's about the songs 
tell me it's about the style of the music. Because I sit and watch some that it don't matter what we sing. So there's something deeper of a problem than what's on the surface. And I think part of the problem is we've lost the importance and the significance of praise. It's not in my notes. I closed my Bible, so it's not in those notes. I'm just going to read another verse, okay? I'm not going back on my word. Y'all get ready over there. You'll need to help me out in a second on this one. Turn it up. Bang it loud. Get ready. Get that guitar up. They got that guitar. I'll help you out. Let me, let me see here. Where you at? Where you are? Here. Is this you? Where you at? Let me hear you. Yeah, there we go. I'm going to help you out right here. It'd be fine with me if you don't hear anything else from me tonight after this. That'll be up to you. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with the stringed instruments and the organ. Praise Him with the stringed instruments and the organ. Praise Him on the loud cymbals. Praise Him on the high-sounding cymbal. Come on. They're not performing. They're praising. Come on, gentlemen. Just go ahead a little bit and do what you do as praise, not as performance. Get ready. Get ready. Let every thing, let every thing, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord.
said it already. I'm going to say it again. There's some miracles in this sanctuary tonight. There are some divine healings in this sanctuary. But it's not going to be in prayer. It's going to be in your praise. sickness in your body why don't you come down here and give God some place to sit in your life if you're bound tonight why don't you come give God some place to sit on the throne of your life and let him rule in your life
on the verge of breaking into something new. Come on, there's a few of you. You're right on the edge of stepping into something new. Don't stop now. God is about to be known. God is about to be known in a whole new way. You quit looking around and just forget about everybody else and everything else. And why don't you just get lost in your own praise?
to sing what we've already sung but before they do that this, this thought just came to me they're going to sing to worship you I live again but while you sing those words would you think of it this way if in Judah God is known then really what you're saying is to make you know I live To make you known, I live. I live to make you known. I live to make you known to those around me. That's really what we're saying when we say to worship you, I live. It's not just about the hype of the dance. 
It's not just about the running of the aisles. That's not all there is to Judah and making him known. Come on. I know we've been doing this a little while, but I think there's another level we could step into tonight before we leave this place of God making himself known in this sanctuary. Come on, please, please, would you just close your eyes? Would you just really get focused in on this? Come on, maybe you weren't willing to dance, but, but this isn't all that much demonstration. Surely, surely you can do this to worship you, to make you known, I live. To be a place where you are made known is why I live. To worship you, I live. Oh, I live to make you known. I live to be a place where you are known. I live to be a place where you are known, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I live to worship you, Lord. To worship you, I live, I live to worship you. Come on, come on, would you just tune everything else out right now? Just forget everything but you and Jesus. Just forget about everything but you and Jesus right now. Give God some place to sit right now. Give God some place to sit right now. Oh, I live. I live to worship you. I live to worship you.
Just open your heart and your spirit and let him do it for you right now. 